we start a new series um, which I've entitled The Final 42 Months. What that really is referring to is the last three and a half years just prior to the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so what we see in scripture is that uh, the two in, um, events that are, are directly linked to each other are the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and the first resurrection. The book of Revelation talks about uh, the first resurrection. Now, Lord, when he was on the earth, he spoke about two resurrections. He spoke about the first one being the resurrection of life and the second being the resurrection of condemnation. Um, and so it is the first resurrection of which the saints partake. And that particular resurrection takes place at the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the, the question is asked uh, quite often, will the church be ready when our Lord returns to the earth? Will she uh, be aware of the imminent return of the Lord? Or will some in the body of Christ be taken by surprise? And, you know, there's even some weird teaching out there that says if you're not ready, you're going to miss out on... Uh, which is the, the, the first resurrection um, quite often is referred to as the rapture of the church. And so that's where a lot of consternation uh, comes about in the body of Christ from time to time, purely because of pretty much weird teaching that has come into the church around uh, this particular event, the event of our Lord's second coming, and also the first resurrection, which, as I say, the scripture is very plain to us that the two events are directly linked to each other. And so what we'll see as we go through this series is that uh, very clearly the church will not be taken by surprise when our Lord returns to the earth. Uh, she will know uh, all of the signs will be there and she will be fully aware of the fact that her Lord is about to uh, return to the earth. And um, we're going to concentrate, as I say, on the, the key events that must take place in the last 42 months in the earth prior to our Lord's return. Now, there's a lot that has to take place leading up to the last 42 months, um, but we're just going to concentrate on that last three and a half year period. Uh, just to reassure the, the saints that, you know, as long as we see what's going on in the earth and it all lines up with Scripture, we know exactly where we are in God's timeline and nothing will take us by surprise. And so the saints that understand the Word of God, know the Word of God, will be very um, assured in their hearts as to just what is taking place in the earth in the last days. And so we're going to have a look at just two passages of Scripture today. Uh, the Apostle Paul teaching on the subject. The Apostle Paul, when he used to go around to the churches and plant churches, he would teach on a range of subjects. Um, one of the subjects he would teach on is the end times, the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and the first resurrection that is linked to that event. And he taught that in all of the churches. Um, and so we pick up the, the, his teaching along that line um, in his letter to the Thessalonians. And the passage of scripture we'll open up with today is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 15 to 18. Paul writing, he says, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, 
with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. And so very clearly in this passage of scripture, the Bible talks about the fact that the saints will be in one of two different locations when our Lord returns to the earth. Where is that? There will be the saints that are in heaven with the Lord, and there will be saints that will be alive on the earth at that time. Just like it is right now. We have saints on the earth, now we have saints in heaven who are with the Lord Jesus. And so when our Lord returns uh, to the earth for his second coming, the saints in heaven will return with him. Now the saints on the earth, they will uh, be caught up together with their brothers and sisters who come back with the Lord. So the saints that come back with the Lord, will, they're the ones who will receive resurrected bodies. Their bodies will be raised from the dead. That's why he says, the dead in Christ will rise first. So they will receive their resurrected bodies. The saints who are alive and on the earth at the time of our Lord's second coming, their bodies will be changed instantly into the spiritual bodies that the uh, saints who have departed to be with the Lord will also receive on that day. Uh, in the book of Corinthians, Paul talks about the fact that in the twinkling of an eye, our bodies will change from natural bodies to spiritual bodies. And we will be caught up together with our brothers and sisters in Christ who will now enter into their resurrected bodies and we will together meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the air. And so, um, very clearly, when our Lord returns to the earth, there will be saints who will be physically alive on the earth at that moment, at that time. Uh, so right up until the end. And we can see very clearly that the Apostle Paul links the two accounts together. This account that he's talking about, where the saints are caught away from the earth, is what is commonly referred to as the rapture taking place. And so we see that the rapture takes place when our Lord Jesus Christ, in fact, returns to the earth. Um, and as we've already mentioned, the saints will be in one of two locations when that event actually does transpire. The Apostle Paul went on to teach a little bit more on that particular subject. And we pick it up again in this passage of Scripture, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1 through to 9. He says, But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. And they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of light and sons of day. You are, we are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on, on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Apostle Paul is that uh, assured in his mind that the saints will not be taken by surprise when our Lord returns to the earth, that he says to us, guys, I don't need to write to you about times and seasons. 
because you know when this will all take place. Because the reason we will know this is because the scripture is very plain to us. It gives us some very clear uh, key events that have to take place uh, chronologically before the Lord Jesus Christ returns. And so the saints that are um, aware of what scripture teaches around this particular subject will be able to monitor what's going on in the, in the earth and they will recognize just how close they are to our Lord's second coming. The, the second coming of the Lord will not take any of them by surprise. Now the people that will be taken by surprise very clearly in this passage of scripture are the unbelievers. For the, uh, Paul says when they say peace and safety then sudden destruction comes upon them. Now he's talk, they, that he's talking about is talking about the world. They will be taken completely unawares uh, of our Lord's second coming. Now at the end of that passage of scripture in verse 9 Paul says for God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the sudden destruction that Paul talks about that will come upon the earth when the church leaves the earth is the wrath of God that will be poured out on the earth at that time. And so once the church leaves, that's when the wrath of God is poured out on the earth and they begin to experience sudden destruction. So the world, in their view, would have reached a stage where they think that they've attained uh, peace and safety and everything's going well according to what they want it to, to be going like. Uh, wouldn't be going too well for some Christians in the earth. There's going to be a lot of persecution in that final 42 months. We'll, we'll touch on that in more detail as we get into this series. However, they will be completely taken by uh, surprise when the church leaves and the wrath of God is poured out on the earth. But it, all of these, this, this, uh, this event of the rapture of the church and the event of our Lord's second coming are synonymous events. They are directly linked to each other. And so, as I say, the church will not be taken by surprise. Now, I know the scripture does talk about the fact that um, Satan, well, the Antichrist and the false prophet will produce many signs and wonders in, in the earth. Our Lord said so, to deceive, if, if possible, even the elect. And so it'll be a very trying time in the, in the earth, that last 42 months. There'll be a tremendous, uh, powerful signs taking place in the earth. And saints who are not fully grounded in the Word of God will become a little bit shaky. But for the majority of the saints who understand uh, the signs of the times, who know what Scripture says on the subject, they will be fully assured, okay, this event's happening, this is the next event to take place, our Lord is about to come. And the countdown they can see as to when the Lord Jesus Christ, in fact, will return. Um, and so this, the church, act by and large, will not be taken by surprise. The people who really will only be taken by surprise are the unbelievers in the earth at that time. And so that's just where we stand. On this uh, series, we're going to go into uh, just the, the key events that will take place in that last three and a half year period. Um, so there's no reason for any saint to get all excited and look at the, the, uh, the moon and think about a blood moon and all sorts of different signs that might be out there. Is the Lord coming back soon? No. Um, the scripture is very plain to us. What has to take place before our Lord returns? As we go through the events, uh, we can see what has taken place and what hasn't yet taken place. And so no saint, uh, according to the Apostle Paul, he says, you guys, I don't need to tell you, write to you about times and seasons. You know what's going to happen and when it will happen. 
so the church will clearly not be taken by surprise at the second coming of our Lord. We're going to end the teaching on that.